0: Hi everyone it's Martine here. I just wanted to jump on and have a little chat today about emotional safety. It's one of those areas that I think needs more visibility and we need to start having conversations about it right. Emotional safety, um, I created these friendship circles oh, quite a few years ago now, (laughs) 20, yeah, 17, 18, nearly 20 years ago. And the whole reason for creating these circles was to give you permission, to give me permission, to give anyone permission, to move someone who you don't feel emotionally safe with, it's an interesting space when you're in relationship let's just use family as an example you're in a relationship you have a cousin and you don't feel safe around them maybe they're maybe they like to talk about people behind their back or maybe they aren't reliable maybe they say they'll do something and they never do you know, maybe they make commitments and never show up. Maybe they want to borrow money all the time. You know, for whatever reason, you don't feel safe with them. What's interesting is that what you do have the power over in your own life is the decisions you make. That's what you do have control of. What you don't have control of is the decisions another person makes. So if we are sitting in the pocket of being empowered and feeling empowered and living an empowered life, what does that look like in this space of emotional safety? Well, first of all, what it looks like is you deciding where you want to put that person in your life. Say this cousin you've got. Where, what space do you want to put them in. You know, I love visual models. I love PowerPoint, using PowerPoint or Keynote. Um, A slideshow, there's nothing more powerful than a slideshow. I can't, I don't have a slideshow to show you at this, you know, over a podcast, but if you can imagine five concentric circles A little circle in the middle, a circle around that, a circle around that, a circle around that, and another circle around that. Um, You can also go to my website and have a look, martinetrinder.com. So the circle in the middle at the heart of everything is you, your soul, your heart, your mind, emotions, and will, your spirit, your physical body, you what makes up you. Um, Your belief system will tell you what that looks like for you. For me, it's spirit, soul and body. You have your own concept of that and, you know, that's, that's great. So you sit in the middle. And one of the things I've noticed over the years is that whatever you believe in, your belief system, that's a healthy place for that to sit is in the middle with you, right? I put my something greater in the middle, um, in that middle circle right at the heart of everything because that's wrapped up in who I am. The circle out from that is your best friend circle. The circle out from that are your heart friends. Um, and within that circle we have builders and keepers which we can explain later. The circle out from that are your seasonal context friends. Um, Again, we we go into detail about this. Um, Perhaps in another podcast, I'm still working out how to frame these podcasts out. I'm very excited in this space because I've been wanting to do this for so long um and so i'm i'm thinking through how the best way to go about getting this content out so i will work that out and you will obviously see that on the you know on the, for the podcast episodes and then the outside circle the fifth and outside circle is your high buy friends so you've got you in the middle then you've got best friend heart friends seasonal Context friends and high bye friends. Or some people call them acquaintances. I love high bye because you say hi and you say bye. <laughs> These are the people. Sometimes you know their names, sometimes you don't. But what's great about that circle is there is value in having superficial friends. I don't think it's healthy to have only superficial friends and only acquaintances only high by friends in your life. I don't think that's holistically healthy, but I do think there's a place and it's good for us to have people who we relate to, you know, in a superficial way and, and can, you know, make jokes with and pass the time with and have fun with and that don't have to go deep. But when I say that, we do also, I think, Connection, we crave connection and emotional intimacy. And those friendships and those relationships do go deep. So I, I think you need a blend. You need um, a combination of different types of friendships and different levels of emotional depth in your friendships. So I bring up these circles in relation to this topic of emotional safety because the, this, these circles are the tool that I use to show someone how you can move someone around to give you more emotional safety. If you've got someone in your best friend's circle and they're constantly just say they betrayed you once, twice, lied to you, um, done something to really hurt you. Um, it's, It's time for you to reassess which circle, which level of intimacy emotionally that you've put them in. Because the closer the circle gets to you in the middle, the more pain is involved in that relationship, the more love is involved in that relationship. The more time you invest, the more money you invest, the more of your heart you invest, the circle furthest away from you, the outside circle where your acquaintances, your high by friends live. There's very little love in that circle. There's very little pain in that circle because we know pain and love, they <laughs> their line of intensity is matched there's a correlation between the two. When you love deeply, you'll also open yourself up for pain deeply. Okay. When you love superficially, pain is superficial in that, emotional pain in that space. So you can see the correlation as, as these people get closer to you in your circles, there are, it correlates to the other dynamics, trust, intensifies the closer the circle gets to you, pain intensifies, love intensifies um, in those spaces. So if you're not having a healthy friendship in your best friend circle, you have complete power. You have, it is absolutely your decision and your decision alone to pick up that person and move them to a different circle now the circle out from uh, best friends is your heart friends these are where these these people live here in in your heart friend circle are the ones that they just get you right they they know you they get you they even probably make the same sound as you the values that they live by very similar to your values this is the commonality that you find in that in that heart space and I've witnessed over the years two categories of people in this heart space the builders and the keepers that's what I call them people there are some people in your life who are heart friends you just connect you know deep calls to deep you just connect on that deep level but you don't see them very often you only see them once in a way once, twice, three times, four times a year. But every time you see them it's like you've never been apart. You just get each other, you pick up where you left off. It's like there's no time. There's no time in between seeing each other. I call those keepers because they're always going to be heart friends for you. They're always going to be special. You're always going to love them deeply in that circle, in that space. It's always going to hurt if they were to do something in that space, you know, to hurt you, it would hurt deeply. They're always going to be heart friends, but you're not regularly seeing them and regularly investing in that time often. So I call those keepers. The other type of uh, group that happens in that space is the builders. And these are the people that are, they again, they're your heart friends. They get you. They make the same sound as you, have the same values as you. They love you deeply. You love them deeply. And you actually see them regularly. You contact them often. You invest in them a lot. So there's a lot of connection, a lot of investment, a lot of empathy. You offer a lot of safety in that space, right? So that's the heart space. You can pick someone up out of the heart space and move them even to the seasonal space. Now, that's an interesting space. Because we don't often think of our workmates, our work colleagues, our work friends as seasonal. But if you think back over your life and you look at the people you've worked with in, let's say, your last job, there are some people, think about the people who you worked with that you have never seen since that time. They work is often in this category of seasonal friends. The other word I love to use in this space is context. This circle of people in your life, they're in your life because of a context. You might be part of a sporting group and you might you might play indoor cricket and you go along and there's like however many people on a team, And then there's their families that come along. And these are people that are in your world and you talk to them and you chat about stuff. And, you know, you have different level conversations with them. But then when you don't play indoor cricket anymore, you go and join a different team. There are some people on that team that you will never see again. You'll never talk to them again. You, you, outside of the context of that indoor cricket, hobby sport you you don't have any other connection in that space so they very neatly fit into the seasonal they're in your life for a season they have a beginning a middle and an end and that's it and you can look back over your life and you can see many people that have been seasonal in your life and seasonal is normal seasonal is good seasonal is healthy Okay, it's when someone you meet that one person on that indoor cricket team and you go, wow, and there's that heart connection. And then what you do, if you don't have the vocabulary or the understanding to know what you do subconsciously, what we do as people is we pick them up and we move them closer to our heart, closer to ourselves. And using the analogy of the uh, friendship circles we pick them up and we move them into a heart circle. And then what happens is, when you leave that team, you still keep connection with them. You still contact them. You've gotten their mobile number. You've texted them. You catch up outside of the the cricket team. They become someone who you have decided to put into your heart space. And then, of course, there's the high buy space, and you know. The people, your coffee shop, the people regularly at the checkout in your local supermarket, your, your, you you know, your, your hairdresser, look, your hairdresser and maybe your beautician and um, maybe your waxing person. (laughs) They may be in your seasonal space more than your high buy space. Um, Again, around a context. But the point is that when you've got, when you're not feeling safe in any of those spaces, you get to move that person into another space. You have permission. You are the one in charge. This is your decision to make, not someone else's. And what I want for you is to feel completely 100% percent empowered to pick that person up and move them in your heart so that you can continue to have a good conscience you don't get into bitterness and strife we can talk about that another time but there's a quality of life that you want to have that keeps you in a good emotional and mental space and sometimes that means you have to move toxic people. You have to move people who have betrayed you. You have to move people you don't feel emotionally safe with. You have to pick them up, move them in your heart. It's your decision. That's It's actually a choice that you make. You obviously don't physically pick them up and put them anywhere. But in your heart, you pick them up and you move them into a safer proximity. The proximity needs to change. They need to have a different proximity, a different accessibility to your heart, to your precious, the precious gems that you've got inside of you. You know, people have to earn the right to be close to that. You still choose who you put close to your precious jewels that are inside of you. You choose that. And you can choose to change that when you need to do that. You are totally empowered to do that. So, you know, let's bring this to a close. Your emotional safety is within your control. Your emotional safety is up to you. You are totally empowered to make that decision. Does that mean you may have consequences? When you decide to move someone and not contact them as much, because because there is a flow on effect of moving someone to a different circle. Um, The time investment connection, they change from one circle to another, right? So yes, there are consequences. And yes, you have to create a strategy in your mind and heart when you do this, Especially when it's a significant person in your life, you need a strategy that will keep you safe as you do it. It needs to be a heart decision that you make from the inside that manifests and works its way to the outside, shows up outside of your life. But it always starts in your heart and in your mind. So, yeah, you do need to have a strategy and think it through and maybe get some coaching around it. Maybe, um, you know, actually write down the 3 or 4 steps what that does is give you confidence what that does is helps you understand what you're believing in this space what you're thinking in this space what the results and what action what action steps you take what results that will give you so i wish for you emotional safety one of my deepest desires for you is that you would feel emotionally safe and if the conditions in your friendship groups aren't right to give you that right now then my hope for you is that you would get more information and make some changes make a plan first get more information first secondly make a plan thirdly get some support to help you get a couple of people one person or two if if possible to support you and encourage you whilst you carry out that plan so that at the end You get the outcome you want, which is emotional safety. Sending you all the love in the world. Signing off. This is Martine. I'm signing off. Bye.